0: Welcome to Awaken Big, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual, pot I'm sorry, podcast. Two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken inside all of us.
1: In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started.
0: Drum roll, please, for our special guest.
1: We have our feminist icon, Colorado native artist. You remember her, you love her, from the Riot series, Destiny Roberts. Um, So we brought Destiny on today because, number one, she's visiting. Number two, she's a stoner like us. In today's episode, we're just going to talk about our favorite stoner memories, basically. Like, the kind of conversation that you have when you're talking to a bunch of stoners. Like, oh, who has a good edible story? You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) Um, Speaking of edible stories, does anybody have a good edible story that they want to share? Yes, I think I want to start. First of all, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be a guest for this one. My edible story is maybe a little bit traumatic actually (laughs) that's okay (laughs) um one of the first times that I took like a good amount of edibles um I was road tripping with some of my friends for spring break to Arizona um and we had last minute had to change plans and we're taking my car and I had like a little bit of anxiety about it anyway fair um yeah just like driving across the state, uh, and I decided that since I wasn't driving and I was just a passenger that I was going to take a few edibles, and I think I took... Six, I think you said. I think I took six, which actually I think they were only like 10 milligrams, so it really wasn't that crazy, but I didn't take edibles on a regular basis at this point. So it still
1: was a little crazy. Yes, (laughs) so
2: it's like maybe three hours into the drive, and I'm sitting shotgun passenger in my car, and... You know, it's all, like, we're, we're in Colorado, we're going uphill, so my car is really chugging along. She's oh. really trying, like any car would, like any car would, but I am having a full inner panic attack because oh. I am so high, and I am, like, I'm going to get all my friends stranded here in the middle of the, oh, in the middle of the mountains because my car is going to break down because I knew it wouldn't make it, and I should have never volunteered, and I should have I never, never done this. Does anyone know you're panicking? No, no, no. Yeah. knows I'm panicking. I have, like, tried to text one of my really good friends that's also in the car, but I have zero service, so I'm in it solo. Oh, my God. I get to the point where I'm literally, like, you just need to pull over. We need to pull over right now. I need to pull over right now. I'm going to puke. You need to pull over right now. And I am, uh, as soon as I got the door open, threw up Oh my all over. God. But I immediately felt better, and the rest of the ride was fine. Did and,
1: you tell everybody what was happening?
2: Uh, yeah, I think, actually, I waited a little bit, and then, like, an hour or two later in the drive, I was like, hey, guys.
1: Oh, yes. That, that dreaded, like, now that you've come down from your anxiety attack, like, yo, guys. I got to tell
2: you, I was just freaking out for, like, hours off end. That's
0: fucking awesome. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I feel like it's so funny because, like, I, with edibles, like, I have a lot of great memories. But my best stories are, yeah, not handling them well. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a time that when I lived in Albany, there was this girl that I worked with at a restaurant that I worked with. We're going to call her Tammy Tam. Tammy um, Tam. Barry, all the love to you, um Tammy if you're listening. Um but I had like this unfortunate we just didn't like vibe. She didn't she's one of two people in my life that I would see and I would immediately get a headache. Um and that it was that person and another guy that I worked with from that same restaurant. I never had that experience with any other people. So, we I get to um my friend's house and there, Tammy Tam. Tammy Tam's the kind of person that like you always don't want to see when you're out but somehow they're always there like I one time walked into an empty bar and there was a light glowing over her and she just turned like oh, no. smiled at me and I was like well there's four hours of my life gone because I can't just turn and walk out we work together I can't I have to here we go um, but this story is about a time that I truly thought my life was ending We were sitting around at my friend Tara's house and we had like uh, she had like a really nice like gazebo-y thing like on her porch and like a table so like we'd always sit back there. I had a couple edibles. We were smoking. We were vibing. We were just talking. Tammy Tam was talking and we were all just victims. And so we're sitting there. We're sitting there. And then all of a sudden I start to realize that I'm having an aortic aneurysm like it's splitting open and I'm dying um I can my hands are cold so that means that I'm like going through all of this this is like between going back to nursing school so I'm just having like glimpse flashbacks of things that I learned in nursing school being like okay yes and so that symptom is this yep I can feel my heartbeat oh, in my so you stomach actually having this no I wasn't but I thought yes, I was like okay. in my head it was so real and yes, I just sat yes. there like staring at everyone around me having a good time being like Okay, so I am dying, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so, I can't, I don't know how to vocalize this to you, but I'm going. And so then after like 15 minutes of sitting there convincing myself of this, like planning the ambulance, like, oh my God, I've never been in an ambulance. What's going to happen? Are they going to like shock me? All this stuff. Like that's how far I had gone. I looked at everyone and I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I interrupted Tammy Tam. Um, I was like, guys, I'm just, I need like some support. I'm, I think I'm dying. Like mm-hmm. I think something's going on. Um, And for a second, my friend Tara was able to be like, oh my God, no, we've all been there. Like just yes. breathe, just breathe. And then Tammy opens her stupid fucking mouth. I'm so sorry, Tammy. But she does. And she tells me that she went to school for, like, I don't know, genetics or some shit. And that there's no way that I'm actually dying and it's just the weed, blah, blah, blah. Like, the least comforting way to tell someone it's the weed. And also with the least connecting background I'm
1: dead she said look I have a history in genetics <laughs> I,
0: you're fine and then keeps going on with her story so then like I would let 5 minutes go and I'd be like yeah yeah um and then I would convince myself again and then I'd be like guys I'm so sorry I know I'm not trying to like steal the shine of the night but can we please just like two minutes, just two minutes of everyone like rubbing me and telling me I'm yeah. safe. And again, Tammy Tam's like, nope, you don't need that. Like I and I was, um it was the most it was like my nightmares of like not being able to like speak or have
1: a voice in real life. And I was just like, Okay, well you, you and, and Destiny oh, <laughs> Destiny with like the internal anxiety attacks. It's killing me. Um, yeah, my edible story was unfortunately not consensual, um, but very funny nonetheless, looking back. Um, so I do not... Condone. I'm not saying I can own this at all uh partaking in THC in high school but if you're gonna do it do it in a safe environment okay she's
0: not like a regular mom she's a cool mom
1: don't do it in school for the first time so I didn't know I was taking an edible this boy I had a crush on he sat in front of me it's junior year I'm at my prime anorexia <laughs> and um so I cannot and will not eat in front of a boy especially not a boy I like it's not happening I can barely eat in front of my own friends um so he sits in front of me we're in pre-calc he turns around he's like hey you want a cookie and i'm like "Mm, yeah um like anything to talk to you um so he gives me like this little cookie it's not big at all it's a little fucking cookie but i'm scared to eat it in front of him so then like the second he turns around to put the rest of the cookies back in his bag i shove the whole thing in my mouth and start chewing it so i can swallow it so he won't have to see me eat so he'll never know that i eat um he yeah exactly he turns around and i'm still chewing a little bit about to swallow and he realizes like he goes wait where's the the cookie and I'm like, mm-hmm, I ate it. He goes, you ate the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my god. He thinks I'm a fat, disgusting, fucking pig. Like, and I was like, it was just one little cookie. Me like <laughs> thinking he's like calling me fat. Um, and he goes, babe, that was an edible. Oh, okay. So um, I've never, I've never been high at this point. Never. Um, not only that, my dad is a drug cop. Also, I'm the lead in a play tonight and it's a dress rehearsal and i don't want to be high i've never been high um so i'm like well what the fuck's gonna happen he was like i don't know maybe nothing like you know weed doesn't do much for me mm-hmm. so nothing happens all of pre-calc i'm fine i get to my next class it's fucking government i suck at anything like that um and then we're taking a fucking pop quiz and i still feel fine so i'm like nice maybe weed also doesn't affect me haha psych bitch i'm in the middle of this fucking pop quiz and out of nowhere i don't know how it happened but i'm on the floor i somehow fell out of my chair maybe i sunk out maybe i crashed i don't know like i still wonder to this day but i look up and i'm staring at the lights and i'm about to cry because i'm like i'm about to get in trouble because we're in the middle of a test and i'm on the floor you're not supposed to do that (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm in high school i know what's appropriate what's not you're not supposed to be (laughs) on the floor um so i stand up in a panic And I go straight to the bathroom and loudly announced to our student teacher who was helping that day, I'm like, Mr. Robeson, I'm going to the bathroom. Um, And I like march to the bathroom and there's this girl in there who I've probably talked a little bit of shit about with my friends unfortunately because she irked me a bit for this purpose we're gonna call her Kaden um and I'm like Kaden please help me fuck I know you're a stoner I'm high as fuck right now I've never been high like what do I do I didn't mean to get high ain't edible, blah, blah, blah. and she's like okay fuck so um don't talk stop like just stop talking try to not talk what's your next class I'm like Spanish she's like fuck is gonna make you speak I'm like I know bitch you have to talk that whole class um and she's like well open your eyes number one I thought my eyes were open <laughs> she's like, you're going to feel like you're doing crazy eyes, but keep them open. I'm like, all right, I can do that. And she's like, okay, well, when you get to Spanish, just try really hard to be like incognito. The weird thing about Spanish is we all sit in like a sem- a half circle so that there's no desks. So you're just fucking facing the teacher. We called her profe. And so that she can just talk to you in Spanish the whole class. She'll look at you and ask you a question. Look at the next person. Duh, duh, duh. So like you can't fucking hide from profe. Um, if you get picked to do the beginning like announcement thing, which of course I got picked for. You don't just get to go up there and like read some shit. Like, you have to go up there. It's a standard, like, hola, bienvenidos a la clase de español. Me amo Danny. And then you go on about, like, how was your day today? This is how my day was. Um, but so Profe goes up there and she's like, "Today I'm going to be the person who does the questions and I'm just gonna say how I'm doing, but then I'm gonna ask you guys." So she goes up there and I'm like, "Nice, nice." So I dodge that one. Um, she goes up there, I'm the first bitch she asks, and you have to answer in full sentences, and then also ask her how she's doing. And she's basically she asked me like, "Danny, how are you doing today?" And uh, I couldn't, I, I got so nervous. I was so high. And then I'm like, I think I'm about to fucking puke. Not from anxiety, from just being high. I've never been high before. And I'm like really feeling everything. Uh. Um, And I like look at her and in a burp, I go, bueno. <laughs> um, Cause I thought I was throwing up. Oh. Um, And she said, is that really all you want to say? And I like literally just put my head down. And like, that was that. I took an F for the day. That was a zero. She was like, you know, you'll get a zero for the day. And I was like, bueno. Like, bueno. Um, then I get to lunch and at this point, my friends all know that I'm high because it's quite fucking obvious. Um, we get to lunch and like Mo is freaking the fuck out and she's like, Oh my God, Danny, like, are you okay? And I'm like, dude, I don't feel good. I hope this wears off before my dress rehearsal. Well, we're getting my friend Mina. We're going to call her Mina. Um, she's She was, like, very competitive with me. Um, and she was like, oh, my God. Like, Danny's like, I can't believe that she's acting so crazy. Like, I can take edibles, and I'll be totally fine. So Mina wants to go ahead and take two edibles. Go ahead, little bitty. Let's see what happens. Woo! The next class, Mina fell out of her chair in drama class, like, face down, ass up. Um, and literally, her ass was showing. Um, ass up. Yes. And our teacher... Our teacher was very pissed, and then Mo, like, covered for us and was like, they're just sick. And so then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take Mina to the nurse. I'm I'm still high, guys, and I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to get in trouble. I've never been high at school. I'm like a goody two-shoes, straight-A student. I don't do this kind of thing, and I don't want my teachers to lose their respect for me. Um, And also, I'm scared. I've just never been high. I'm fucking scared. Now, while this is all happening, right, I'm like, I'm going to take Mina to the nurse. I don't grab Mina. I just go out the door. Um, I don't know where exactly I went, but I did end up watching the senior showcase that day, fourth row, (laughs) fourth row was kind of scared by the light show and then fell asleep and then woke up near the end when everybody was like clapping like because it was done. But I remember multiple times I got in trouble by my best friend Mo because I would be like walking in the hall, like just roaming the halls, not in class how I should have been with my hands in my pants. And she was like, Danny, stop fucking touching yourself. You're playing with yourself. No, I wasn't, guys. It wasn't like that. I felt like I was pissing myself the whole day. And it never stopped. It just felt like constant piss. And it not like, oh, I was wet. Pissed, guys. I know what pissed feels like. And I thought I was peeing the whole day. So I had my hands in my pants because I was like, holy fuck, like, what's going on? Like, is it really wet? Like, I might as well pee on my pants, my hands. Well, I had to see. I couldn't see anything on the outside, but it felt wet. And so I kept checking to see if it was wet. And then Mo was like, I've literally seen you shove your hands in your pants like 10 times in 30 seconds. Like, you need to stop. Go to the bathroom then and check. So I go to the bathroom and I'm like, I don't ever sit on the toilet. I'm a squat. Queen. But I sat because I was high. And that already upset me, and I look up, and why the fuck did I see a Chinese dragon going across the door, even though I knew it wasn't there? And I was like, this is upsetting because I know it's not here, but I also can't fight that I'm seeing it. Like, yeah. I, I'm living in like a dual reality right now. Um, and so I kinda just took like, okay, if the dragon isn't real, then my pee situation might not be real. But then I was like, I don't wanna not be able to trust my body, like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just stayed on the toilet for a long time and waited until the dragon faded and then I decided okay perhaps I'm like sober enough to like move on um I didn't go to the rest of my classes that day and that's just how that had to be but I did go to my dress rehearsal um the same teacher whose class I ran out of after Mina fell over and showed her ass to the class um (laughs) we were both in that show so the sad thing is, like, we did get in trouble afterward, but, so she pulls us aside after the rehearsal, and she's like, okay, good job, everybody. Mina and Danny, come here, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm about to be expelled. Like, I, she knew I did drugs in school, that's bad, I understand, I would expel me as well, but please have mercy, it was an accident, but I was not about to, like, give anyone the full story, because I had a crush on the dude who gave it to me, mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to, like, tell anyone why I was high. Yeah. So she comes over and she's like, I don't know what the fuck happened to you two. She didn't cuss at us like that, but she was going crazy. She was like, I don't know what the hell happened to y'all. She probably said that. Y'all know Miss Lenning. I'm not afraid. (laughs) Um, So Miss Lenning starts like coming at me and she's like, I'm so disappointed with the way you behaved in class today. And then you just like walked out like, and I was just nodding like, yes, like, very valid, very fair point. And then she hits me with like a, okay, Mina, you can leave, but Danny, um, I just wanted to say tonight's performance was the most emotionally in tune you've ever been. Whatever you did, do it again. No, bitch. No. <laughs> I cannot. No. That day sucked. And then I saw old boy the next day. They gave me the cookie, obviously, because he sat in front of me in pre-calc, first period. And he turns around and he was like, how was your day yesterday? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, not fucking good. Why did I see a dragon? And he was like, no, you know the guy I buy it from? He does like to, like, you know, put other shit in it. It's, like, kind of laced. Like, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. No. No no you don't just offer me a cookie bitch i was basically drugged i had a whole day against my will tripping like think touching myself in front of who knows who
0: <laughs> and the wild part is is like i thought you were getting a cookie
1: i literally also only ate it that fast because i was anorexic like like what the fuck like i was like and then he turned around like you ate it already and i was like he thinks i'm a fat fuck no 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 no
2: they probably that would have been better
1: yeah so that was when weed made me feel like I was going to die but has there ever been a time that weed has like saved your guys life even, like even in
0: like a funny way um I love that you asked me this question asked us this question because to me uh that story revolves around you and another person that we've Ooh. mentioned on here a lot that's that's Emily Glot, Glott thought oh I love you Glott we love you um there is a time that weed saved not only my life but I think all three of our lives <laughs> um and that is that is a day where um I have never I have never been so uh accepting of just like all right shit happens and you keep moving. What and- day are you talking about? Oh, the day that we moved Emily to Brooklyn.
1: Oh my fucking god, the day we <laughs> Okay, tell them.
0: So first of all, I'm going to have to share this video um but we started the whole day off by dropping mattresses off of uh the second floor into each other's arms like it was mm-hmm. chaos also i think i i know i arrived to help emily asked me to be over at like 9 a.m i get there she's like all right we had to take apart all the furniture
1: she hadn't yeah she wasn't ready to move we had to help her fully <laughs> pack yeah <laughs> pack take apart the furniture she didn't have a screwdriver so i had to go back home then we had to
0: go and then pick up the truck like there were so many it was fine but there were just so many like little things from the beginning of like oh there's a lot more steps than like We had all planned on like we were like quick all right so then we get the truck we have got it loaded up and we're leaving from dover new hampshire to drive down to brooklyn new york um so that's typically like a five hour drive um emily had to rent obviously a budget one of those budget like trucks um those have rules on roads i don't know if you knew that if you ever were looking into getting one they have rules like they can't go on passenger car like roads and they can't go in toll roads and they can't do things and then they also don't have plugs for your phones and they don't have gps's so like communication was number one it's
1: very pilgrim energy
0: very pilgrim energy you know it's hard living nowadays i'm just kidding obviously plus we killed it in the end so don't worry but so emily didn't have her phone like couldn't use her phone for gps so because we had to be able to communicate we were like that's like the most important thing so poor Emily had to listen to the radio. Uh, it took about 9 hours to drive down there because we had like a flash flood rain downpour. Oh, yeah.
1: Um. I got athlete's foot bitches because it was flooding rain and like we had to pull over for gas sometimes. We had to pull over for rest stops because like you can't drive 9 hours without pissing and me and Kelsey it's... piss every 15 minutes. Every we're not 15. sick, we're just hydrated.
0: Very. Um, and so, yeah, like, the journey down was a lot. I had to, like, navigate her behind me. I couldn't have her, like, lose, um, like, lose her from my sight because I was, like, leading us both. Also, I think it couldn't go over 55 miles per hour, and we had to go on back roads from, like, through Boston, through Massachusetts, like, it was, it was a lot. So we finally, like, make it to city area, and I can see the lights, I see everything, and then every single sign on every single highway is like passenger only, passenger car only, passenger car only, so I'm like, we gotta find alternative routes, we gotta figure this out, and I didn't freak out, I hit my weed pen, and I just kept praying, Danny was packing bowls for me, oh yeah, no, we
1: were fully smoking (laughs) in the car, yeah, hot boxing in essentially, we were
0: trying not to, and then we were like, I think it got to the point where we were like, nope, we need this, so we we really, really leaned into the weed, we needed it, and this was the only time where we lost Emily, Um, I can't believe that I'm saying that, but it's true. We were, we pulled off like the first exit that we could for like into New York, we thought. Um, and then I lost her immediately.
1: Yeah. And also it was because those type of trucks couldn't go there, but we didn't know. But then of course, as soon as we take this fucking turn, we're, we're like, oh no, it's like a little bit of traffic. Like, I wonder why, oh, it's because there's two bodies in the middle of the fucking street bleeding. So we're like, wait, hold on. Kelsey's, you know, she's, um, a nurse and also like a good citizen. I see it. I'm fried and I'm like very sad (laughs) and Kelsey jumps out she's like we gotta help and I'm like oh true she's like stay with the car and I'm like yes got you people are beeping at me cussing me out they're like you little fucking slut and I'm like yeah Danny
0: literally was like waving she was like look
1: at this I was like like, guys look there's they need help like I don't know she facetimed Isaiah oh I started to cry a little bit because I was getting yelled at and I facetimed Isaiah and I was like they're yelling at me he was like well, fuck them, like, right? Hey, it's okay. <laughs> so
0: I'm in like the street helping these two people. I ended up like calling the guy's mom for him. We were waiting for like the ambulances, everything. Her like leg bone was sticking out, like her knee, um, and like I'm just trying to keep him calm and stuff. But yeah, I was, I, I must admit that I, I yes. did not perform anything actually medical. I only prefer performed verbal help but it was a lot um luckily there was another man there who had like gloves and he was like being a little he was like doing some traffic directing like he was real good Mm -hmm. um the paramedics got there like they were fine they had been like brake checked essentially by another car Um, so then we were like all right now we have to continue on with our journey um and go find emily like that was like chaos that we like had to be like okay next so we smoked some more weed, and then we find Emily. Luckily, she was, like, right where we had left her. We're able to get to her apartment in Brooklyn. That was in Manhattan. We had to drive through Manhattan to Brooklyn. I don't know if you've ever been to New York City. If you have, then you understand what that means.
1: It's so hard to drive in New York City. <gasps> Just don't do it.
0: With the budget truck behind us, I will say there was one point where I thought I couldn't make it through anything. a point, like, between two cars. The street was so narrow. I was so scared. I went... Emily
1: fucking she knew she trusted she just went I mean guys like you have to think like because I don't know what a budget truck is but it's like a u-haul Emily has a u-haul behind us that's giant and we are you know New York you're whipping in and out of tiny crevices because people will park dead center in the street yes and then look at you like yeah try it try something exactly Um, so you just you're like no exactly you stay there I will drive around you don't mind me I will scrape my car against other cars it's fine um so we're like doing these little turns and we're like fuck emily's not about to make this one we barely made this one we look up emily is like bright-eyed bushy-tailed like staring straight forward like yes like making the whole squeeze she made it through every crevice that we made
0: it through it was literally like prisoner of azkaban like the night bus how it can like she somehow
1: mustered that power you could see it in her face yeah no i've never seen a more determined look she wasn't like smiling her eyes were the biggest they've ever been and she was like leaning all the way forward and i was like yeah she is one with this bus this u-haul right now we have
0: we have put hours into this they have made a connection she didn't have her phone she all she's been doing is talking to this truck like that's her friend at this point so we finally make it to her apartment in brooklyn awesome danny and i are like midnight it's midnight danny Danny and i are like okay perfect it's the hottest day of the year this we're almost done blah, blah blah no elevator four flights of stairs so we're like all right we got this all we have to do is unpack this at this point we were like we just gotta unpack we're good we got this um so we started unpacking and guys
1: I'm not I'm not good at that I'm not helpful um yeah I don't like to move and it's not that I don't like it I'm not good at it I'm not I don't care like yes I'm strong yes I used to be like uh, oh really a gym head da, da, da da. arms are not my thing they never have been carrying heavy things no and not only is it like I'm not good at it, I get bitchy because I'm so not good at it, and I don't like not being good at things, whores. So get over it. But I helped. I she did. She did. I helped so hard. I was carrying as much as I could of like bags and like little things. Like <laughs> it was
0: so awesome because right, Emily and I obviously know Danny pretty well. You guys know Danny pretty well. Like right, like she helped in like her absolute best way. And she did not get bitsy, bitchy once. Like it was, we all were like our best. It was amazing. Yes. Um, Danielle's wonderful lifting with the clothes and stuff was great, um, but that left Emily and I with the furniture and four flights of stairs and 105 degrees. And so there were moments where we ma- we would make eye contact on like, I don't know, the third, second floor. <sighs> In between the stairwells and like the looks, the power that we would share between our eyes, I could only describe it as that feeling of like adrenaline that they talk about when like mothers rip, lift cars off of their children. Like we just knew in our souls that all we had to do was keep going and we could do this. And we somehow like, it was a blur of just like, we got this. Yes. So then we finished that unpacking and then we realized that we had to return the truck, Jersey.
1: Oh my God, we had to return the motherfucking truck. Here's the thing, we're not mad at you, Emily. We're not, because I get it. You had no other option. But at this point, it is close to 2 a.m. And we're like hoping, all right, we just gonna sneak on out of here and drive back to New Hampshire. And Emily's like, oh no, no, I have to actually drop off the U-Haul in New Jersey. Um And it has to be dropped off tonight. I have no other way of like doing it. I have no other option. My roommates don't even live here at, yet. She didn't know anybody. Right. Um And also, how would she get back home when she did not have money for an Uber? Like I know her. I was living with her before that. Right. Like She moved to New York and got rich once she moved there. But New Hampshire did us dirty as fuck. So I was like, I get it, bitch. Like, yes. She was like, are you mad at me? And we were like, no, no. Um, I was not mad at all. I just couldn't speak. So we went up on the roof to smoke because weed came in handy and we all... Kind of calmed down. Yeah. Took her to go drop off her car and got fucking lost.
0: Got fucking lost next to it. Guys, when I say that the GPS somehow was, like, having a stroke, it literally, like, it made no sense. So we circled this area about eight times, and I just, like, I have never been tested so hard at, like, just keep, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Like, just do another circle. Mm -hmm. Just do another circle. Keep smoking and do another circle. Like I didn't scream. I didn't, like, I've never fought my internal, like, I just was like, Okay, it's coming it's fine and we made it and yeah and we drove emily back to
1: brooklyn and then around 4 a.m i think it was we started our journey back to new hampshire and honestly that was like the funniest part of the drive of the whole experience because like i said bitches i i'm i get it i'm fucking high maintenance that's just fine call me kim k i don't care i kind of care i kind of care about that um <laughs> But so anyway, so we're, like, Kelsey's really doing a good job, like, pushing through. She's the one driving. I feel like a little bitch because I'm not the one driving, and I'm about to fall the fuck asleep, guys. Like, are you dead ass? We've been awake for over 30 hours at this point um, doing stuff. So I'm trying to, like, we have Queen Herbie, and we have Lizzo fucking blasting on the radio just to, like, keep us up. And, like, I'm trying so hard. I'm singing along to the songs, and then I'm also going in and out of sleep. So, like, yeah. my head is, like, bobbing, and I'm, like, speak to me kindly. And then I, like, am asleep for, like... I don't know, maybe like three minutes and all of a sudden I like pop back up to Kelsey and I'm like, yeah, we're almost there, <laughs> I'm the type of girl you call wifey, like, I'm just not delusion like it was straight delusion. absolutely delirious delusional absolutely slap happy it was great because it kept me going and like that
0: and the weed and that is why I guess like, I will say weed saved my life that no time. because
1: if we didn't have weed we would have been assholes we wouldn't have been able to do it I would have cried a thousand times I got athlete's foot and didn't cry <laughs> I mean I cried once we got home but I didn't cry on the journey the athlete's foot was um a unique um punishment yeah yeah i don't know it really yeah simply because it rained i mean yes it was flooding so i was deep in that water and like what like i shouldn't be punished for buying like cheap socks i have nike shoes i spent good money on them i'm wearing fucking walmart socks and then they're like not breathable and then you're gonna like keep the water in there and get fucking athletes foot like i'm pissed (laughs) Ugh. Okay, well, has anybody ever hotboxed before? <laughs> ooh, 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 yes,
0: yes. Oh, my God. I had never hotboxed until I was, like, embarrassingly old. I think I was 25 when I did it the first time. And, like, I thought that was, like, silly because I always, like, knew of, like, people in high school hotboxing their cars and stuff. And, like, it sounded so cool, but I was a baby about that. So I never did it. And so I lived at this house with a bunch of my friends. It was, like, basically, like, an adult, like, children's home. It was hilarious. We were just, like, eating cereal and watching Saturday night morning cartoons. And Saturday night cartoons. um. But so anyways, in my room in that house, I had like this little clo- extra closet that had like the hot water heater thing. And it had like a little extra space. So one day, my f- good friend, Bridge, hey um, and I were like, oh, we'll just like hot box it. It's like nighttime. I think it was around like Thanksgiving, maybe even Halloween. Um, So we went in and we like for some reason turned off all the lights like in the house. We made it like all very spooky. We got in the closet. We shut the door. We hot boxed the fuck out of it. We were...
2: So high.
0: I wish I um, was there. It was. We were laughing about nothing and like smoke. Like it was just like I'm gonna tell people the story and act like I was there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Insert myself. Yes.
0: And so like yeah, we were just fried as fuck. Um and it was then so fun. all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, her boyfriend at the time, uh, he lived with us too. He came home and we were like, oh nice nice, we're gonna scare him. Like it's all dark blah blah. So then as we noticed that he was getting closer, our heart started to race because we were like. He's going to scare us. Like, he's going to get us. Oh, my God. Like, even though we, like, literally sent him a picture of her, and we were like, come find us. Like, we made it so deep. And then we were, like, terrified. So then when he eventually did find us, obviously, there's only one water heater in the house. It was in the picture. I don't know why. We thought we were so sneaky. And we were probably loud as fuck. He confirmed. We were loud as fuck. Um, so we're, like, there, yeah, like, waiting. The intensity's building for this door to open. And, yeah, uh, we, like... Scream cried shrieked sobbed at the same time because we did not know at all What to feel if we were scared or if we were trying to scare them and then that made me like sad like it
1: was That's like what they said on Twitter. <laughs> They're like don't mind me. I'm just gonna go smoke weed till I get scared <laughs> Exactly like it literally was like that and then I was like
0: mm, I get hotboxing."
1: Yeah,
2: I understand. It was a great time <laughs> On contrary to you. I think I hotboxed probably a little bit too much <laughs> Um, my story is from when I was, like, 17 years old, um, and it was on 420, and, you know, I'm 17, so I'm not out doing a lot of things. Right. So why not be hotboxing the car at at 17 years old on 420, right? Yes. So me and my friend, same friend that's from my previous story with the edibles in the car, um, are, like, parked in, like, a usual smoke spot where we usually do this same type of thing, except for it's 420, so we're, like... Past the point of being high for fun, you're just like, so like, how yeah. high can I possibly get? That? Yes, even if I'm having a terrible time. Yes. And yes. It's, I, it's like, you know, you keep like, it's got the smoky vibes in the car. The music's playing. Nobody's talking. Nobody's talking. And and just like through the windows, you see like a little flicker of like red and blue lights. Like no. just a flicker. No one's no, like not a cop car pulls up to pull you over. Nothing. Just a flicker. Ugh. And if you like. Move the fog from the window, you know. And you're like, oh, there's a cop sitting right next to us. Fuck no? I'm 17. I'm Uh, freaking out. My friend is like, oh, I'm just gonna roll down the window. And like, what the fuck you about to tell him? My heart is racing. (laughs) I'm I'm so high. I'm in tunnel vision. Through like, I see my friend telling me this. I'm staring through the window into the cop car outside. And I just, I can't, I can't say anything. I'm just paralyzed immediately uh, starts to roll the windows down and uh, you know you know we yeah. you're hot boxing or smoking and it just like oof, yes out uh, the, you window. Don't roll the window down oh my i went and tears uh, just start streaming down my face oh yes bitch, i would have cried too it was completely we yes. ended up getting off with a warning and the oh, cop leaves whew. and and my friend looks at me i'm just like silent the entire time tears coming down my face and he goes see Oh no,
1: bitch. No, what's his
2: name again? Benny. 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 Hear me yeah. out.
1: No. No, <laughs> I would have been, so- I love that Destiny just, like, makes eye contact, like, with the cop and just, poof, tears, tears. Was, immediately.
2: I was like, I've never, this is gonna ruin my life. I'm 17. I'm she's like, wait, I'm wait, just wait. a kid.
0: I would have peed. I really think I would have peed.
2: I probably
1: could have. I think the cry shows, though, that you're like, I'm sorry. Like, oh, please. I was immediately regretful. And, and that's on white privilege. Thank you. Um, that's not good, but it is what it, you know what I mean? It's not good, <laughs> are but right, you're thank right. you.
2: Um, we asked a question earlier that was like a time that weed saved your life. What about a time when you wish you had weed?
1: Um, yes, my time. <gasps> um, Emily Glott, I love you. I'm not coming at you, but you knew. You knew I'm not good at fucking packing and moving people. We're going back to the to this topic, but let's go like about five years before right the year is like 2016 2017 um and we're moving no it's the day before we are moving emily out of college and her sister is graduating from college right or so we're moving emily and her sister's going to graduate so we're all in like northern ohio because that's where like their colleges are and their parents dropped us off at kent state that's where emily went to school um and i was in like a really bad relationship so i was like "Ooh, i'm going to a college this weekend like i'm gonna like make my man jealous and like really party like i wasn't gonna do anything i was just gonna like look good and party um he did not he did not give a fuck he was out cheating on me it did not matter also if you want to party i don't really think it's kent state i don't you know what i mean i don't um uh, especially if you want to party it's not emily glott so (laughs) uh,
0: not in ohio if you want to party in ohio it's State.
1: it's date. It, it would be OU. you oh you right Ohio
0: University um
1: and I hate that I know that but I have partied at OU before when I was in high school back in the day regardless we're like I'm like oh yeah this weekend's gonna be iconic um it is like it was an iconic weekend because like literally so much shit hit the fan and went wrong and the first thing that went wrong was Emily was like before we get crazy bitch before we you know go out maybe like go out on the town to do what we went on out out on the town it was freezing I don't know why it was so fucking cold um It was like at night, so it was like chilly. And we go out and just took a walk. There were there wasn't. We didn't go to a bar. We didn't go get food. There wasn't even. You had to drive to like a McDonald's nearby if you wanted anything. But she was like, "Before we go out on the town and like do our thing, you got to help me move. We we set this into a bunk bed, but like you can't keep it like that when you like leave your dorm." I was like, "I cannot fucking help you move this bunk bed. Wait for your dad." And she was like, "No, like he just dropped us off. He's at Allie's campus. Like we're here for the night." And I was like, "Holy." fuck like I there's no one in the building like there's only like one RA who's like kind of around but like everyone's moved out at this point um or like hasn't moved in yet I don't even remember what the situation was but Emily was early or late because she was an RA so she was like always having to be there yeah um so since she was one of the last RAs we're literally like there's no other fucking help um so I'm like fine I'll help you move this fucking bunk bed but like you gotta understand you're doing most of the work. Like, I, and I told her, it's not because I'm, like, mad. I'm scared. I can't do this. Like, we're gonna, you're gonna get in trouble because you're gonna break the bed. Not quite. I broke the bitch. We, (laughs) we start moving the fucking bed, and she's like, good job, you got it, you got it, you got it. I'm literally crying. I'm like, okay, hurry, it hurts, hurry, my wrist. Um, (laughs) she's like okay okay hang on because we're not ready hang on just put it back on put it back on top of the other bed and it's like a very skinny ledge that it balances on and i'm like trying to do it i'm like you okay well you're underneath she wanted to go underneath so she could like really see everything and direct and i'm just like on the edge like kind of on the outside so she and emily's also really small so like her being underneath was like i guess fine Um, so she's under there and I'm like, okay, well, you can see, tell me when I'm on the ledge. And she's like, okay, a little to the left, a little to the left. We're doing our thing. She's like, good. You're good right there. I'm like, I'm good. Okay. Well, I trusted her. I let go and I wasn't so good. And the whole, um, top bunk bed fell on top of Emily. And smushed her between the top and bottom bunk. Yes. Broke um, the bitch. Yes. Broke the bitch. <laughs> yes, broke the bitch. Um, all that was showing was her little ankle. And when the bed hit, her ankle like fell, like it went like the limp. Limp. The limp. Yes. <laughs> and so I like it was giving like Wizard of Oz, you know what I mean? <gasps> and like I screamed. I was like, and um, I don't hear her say anything. And I'm like, holy fuck, like she's dead, dead. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm ugly crying. I'm ugly screaming. I run out to the hall really quick somebody help me no one's fucking helping me no one's here I'm like I can do this I can do this I can't even I was such a traumatic experience I don't remember if someone eventually heard me scream and like the last RA who had been like doing like a check of like everywhere came by um because I I have no memory of how we got that bitch out I don't remember and mind you like i wasn't a stoner at this point but i was incredibly anxious like all the time um i could have used weed so fucking bad at this point like i literally thought that i killed my best friend and then by the time that we got it off of her like this bitch was purple like she had been like not able to breathe that well so yeah like she was laughing like she was like i can't believe that happened Ha! <laughs> because she's just, like, a psycho, but, like, no, it was traumatic, and, like, looking back on it, when we tell the story, like, she's, like, I'm just more sad for you, because, like, at least I could still breathe, so I knew I wasn't gonna die, (sighs) and she was, like, but I knew you thought I was dead, and I couldn't talk to you, like, I couldn't, (sighs) couldn't get through to you, so she was, like, I just had to hear you have, like, a panic attack on the outside, and she could, like, she could still breathe, but not talk much, like, it was just crazy, and, like, hilarious and we were like sober little sisters so like no there was no weed involved um at fucking all and I fucking wish there was because I still get anxiety dreams about it the guilt I have like I thought I killed this bitch
0: the lesson is you need weed
1: also the lesson is stop asking me to move guys stop
0: I think Brooklyn was your perfect example of you you were your top moving that was your prime and now you should retire
1: yes yes and And we're we're getting out of the military right now too and so like the military isn't going to move us um and so like the company that that they got a job for is actually moving us and i don't know how they do things like what if they don't do like the military comes in and they'll pack for you you don't have to pack they go into your dresser and pack all your shit for you like it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy, um and i loved that i was like yes it was giving like high fashion high end very like i know we talk like a little bit of shit about the kardashians but i stay Comparing myself. I'm like the working class Kardashian. <laughs> so I felt Leo. I felt very like Kim K like yes, pack my shit. Like yes. Um and they're not going to do that this time. And I'm not, I had an anxiety rash breakout last week when I was really thinking about moving. So, stop fucking asking me to move and help you pack. I can't do it. <laughs> that being said, I'm going to New York, so uh, this is pre-recorded and um I know we were going to talk about this in the other episode, but I think it's a good time now cuz we have Destiny here. You guys, this is going to be our last episode that we've ever, that we will ever record in our San Diego location.
0: It's crazy. It feels so weird. This has been such, like, I don't know, this is, like, the first place I've ever felt at home and, like, really at home. Um... Yeah, you
1: you <laughs> blossomed here, bitch. Like Like, Kelsey moved here and had, like, so many glow-ups and, like you experienced so much like not everything you went through was good but i feel like you've been through literally everything you could go through and like you've handled it so well like i've only known you for a few years i
0: feel like both of us in the past year danielle your husband had cancer and you got through it. like
1: i mean i did try <laughs> to kill myself uh during that time but i got through it yeah that's <laughs> what i mean though like like, yes. right? like i don't know
0: we've been through fucking crazy shit together but we also have some of like the best funniest most amazing memories of like Doing this is, like, yeah.
1: (laughs) I love – and I love that, like, San Diego is where we really felt, like – yes, we started in New Hampshire, and that's always going to – that was a fever dream, guys. Right. But San Diego was, like, where – Awaken Bake felt like it was where it really should have originated. Like, we kept yeah. saying, This is the Awaken Bake home. This That's is the Awaken Bake home. Like, yes. Yes, everybody here is just so chill and high. They're never in a hurry and they're never really mad. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're just like, all, most of them love tarot and shit. Like, everywhere you go, everybody's like, You want an evil eye necklace? Like, it's just so cool and so chill. And, like, I'm just so grateful for this experience. And know. it taught us a lot. It's been honestly a huge roller coaster and like a growing year um it's like sometimes when you like go to your favorite places they can be like the most trying times i remember when yeah. i lived in new york it was some of the hardest years of my life but also like the best years of my life yeah and i feel like san diego was like that for like us for awake and big we grew so fucking much and then like we were tested
0: exactly and i feel like it really like shows that like we're tested in such unique ways and like it just like constantly we were showed that like the affirmation of like we're doing the right thing like mm-hmm. no matter how hard it got like with awaken and bake like the affirmation the validation that i got of just like i'm on the right track through this and like through this journey with you danny has been like the most honestly the this is the longest time i've ever been committed to one job like it's been over a year and i still like love doing yeah what I'm doing, and i still feel inspired to do it um but also like talk about it all the time like how when we put episodes together they just together mm-hmm. perfectly like whatever we do when we put it together it just we happen to like fully yeah it just it's been a crazy ride and I'm just so excited for what's next like,
1: and I think the big thing that's gonna be different is Kelsey and I won't be together anymore that's what's the main thing that's changing so might not change a lot for you guys um, except we are gonna have to kind of figure out like what platform we're gonna use because yeah. zoom is not cutting it hookers no 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 Um, but we are gonna be doing everything remote so that's going to be a little bit different. So Kelsey, I love you so much, and it's been an you. honor recording Awake and Bake honor. with you. Aww.
2: And Destiny, thank you for being here for yes! our finale episode. Yes, thank I'm you, so happy you. to be here. And from an out, like outside perspective, it's like you guys have grown so much here, and like, <laughs> your content has grown so much here. I'm so excited to see where you guys go next.
1: Oh, thank you, for that just made my nipples hard, you guys. Yeah. My freshly unpierced nipples. <gasps> yeah,
2: <girl. laughs> free them.
1: I did free the nip. All right, you guys. That's a lot. Today's episode was all over the place, and. Yeah, just emotional. I love you guys. Kelsey loves you guys. Okay. Destiny loves you guys. I love you guys. We love you. And stay high. Bye.